Kids and coaches to another episode of West of Nowhere. I am Levi. And I'm Shane. And he's back. We're back together, reunited, and it feels so good. What's up? <laughs> Gosh, man. How was your how was your road trip across the country? Dude, it was um eventful. Did you, did you just feel guilty for being white the whole time or pretty much. No, it's <laughs> And uh, I, so I last episode, I, I talked about like some of the things I saw, but like I didn't yeah. mention that that uh, initial uh, survey that they had me do. But yeah, some of the questions on there were like it just it just seemed as if they were driving at one point And that's like it's bad to be white. That's that's how those questions seemed. I said it to some of my non-white friends to see if I was like just like feelings super weird about it or not but they were like no that's <laughs> that's some really weird questions i was like okay well um i'm glad i'm not on on the only one that thought that way but yeah um i didn't feel super guilty about being white but i did you know learn a lot so that's good i got to see you know i didn't see exactly where you grew up but kind of i was like i was in the south i went to georgia kind of barely we were in Atlanta kind of for, barely. for a day, you know. Dude, that's that's, that's Georgia, basic. dude. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got to see Everyone you. knows that if you visit the capital of a of a state, that's that is that is the true representation of that state. Well, I went to like, you know, three places in in Alabama and I went to some places in Mississippi and I feel like I got the gist of it, you know. I was like, yeah. Yeah, the South sucks. Got yeah, it. It's all terrible down here. That's <laughs> It's so crazy like you know, I grew up like visiting some fairly uh, lower socioeconomic towns and stuff. Mm. That's a whole nother level down there. Like I, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very, uh, very peculiar, especially when, like when we're in uh, Selma specifically, because you have. Yeah. I don't. I can't remember if, if this was the largest or the oldest, but. It's a historic district in Selma, and it she I think she said it was the largest one. Maybe it's just in Alabama or what, but it was like a huge historic district of old houses. Now, yeah, historic in the South means something way different than historic in the in the North. So you know, obviously, there's a lot of former plantation properties and such that were kind of just like the city built into them. You know. And, mm -hmm. and then like, so you have all these really like nice old mansions and then you go three blocks that way and there's, you know, a house with like a tree hanging in the middle of the roof and you're like, the fuck dude, what's happening? Like, it's so, it is very peculiar, uh, to say the least. But yeah. We, uh, we never, we never fully recovered, dude, you know? Good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, <laughs> no it, it's definitely, uh. I don't know the the disparity between you know the the has and the have not seems to be super evident 
in some of the places we visited and i was kind of blown away because i'd never really seen it like that i've seen bad you know sections of a town but it was never that that extreme in my in my memory anyway maybe maybe i just wasn't yeah. paying attention i guess but yeah um before we get too far along i want to thank our patreon people yeah dude we want to thank adam pacino tony burgess sam norton natalie tacarante mark stadler Kylie Gangwish, Colton Zamersla, and Jeremy Brazzers. Oh, I've been meaning to tell you this, but I haven't. I oh, okay. haven't remembered. But Jeremy just got a, a Tacoma, dude. You guys are hey Tacoma Bros. Tacoma Bros, dude. Yeah, yeah Taco Bros. Dude. Yeah, he got a black one. He's pretty excited about it. He uh, he's gonna turn it into like a like one of them camper guys. He's gonna be all yeah. out- outdoorsy with it. So. Big, big plants. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, Shane's got one. I fucking keep forgetting to tell. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's new in our neck of the woods. Um, I'm I'm still kind of you know processing a lot of the information I learned. Uh, if you if you're super curious about it, I just filled an hour plus worth of an episode about it this last this last episode. So that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I just kept talking, and I'm like. I still have more to go. Oh, fuck. It's a lot of, yeah, it was a, it was a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a good episode. Yeah, I definitely could do like a whole podcast just based on all the things I learned. Don't have that kind of time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is yeah, uh, man. back to the, back to the thing. So what's up with you? What's new? Uh, since you've been gone, dude, you know, since uh, been gone. yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, let's see. I mean, been working, obviously I'm on deployment yeah. and we've been, Running ten hour shifts, got the six main, days a week. So that's been a lot of fun. The main crew back, or are you still? Yeah, okay. yeah, they they're all been back. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, been playing in some cornhole tournaments, and then uh, last night I played in a Warzone two v two kill race okay. tournament. Wait, kill race? Uh, we finished exactly. second. So you drop in as a as a quad, as a four, as a team of four, yeah, and you split off into two into twos. Okay, and you're trying to get more kills in the other group. Oh, okay, gotcha. And and you play uh, best of three matches. And how that you did pretty good, I'm assuming. We, we finished second. Yeah. Nice. nice. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, a six hour long tournament. That was ridiculous. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy though, because like you think about that as like oh six hours, but then like when you're playing and six hours goes by, you're like whatever, dude. Like, there's five more Mountain Dew. Let's fucking go, dude. I'm ready. Well, we got all the way to the. We got all the. Way, we were undefeated in the in the bracket. We got all the way to the championship round, and then we sat around for like an hour and a half waiting yeah. for the team that was going to face us in the championship round. Yeah, which I think was ultimately our downfall because mm-hmm. we kind of just like got cold. Yeah, yeah, you weren't weren't hot and ready. Mm. Little Caesar style. Mm. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, haven't really been playing anything competitively. Uh, I I turned on War Thunder again for the first time in like two months. That's that yeah. World War Two dogfighting game. There's other shit you can do in that, but that's literally all I do. And I think that's that's what a bulk of the people that play that game do. But I just I just find dogfighting so fascinating, and it really trips me up thinking about how. <laughs> 
no respawn real life you know you just <laughs> you gotta not suck like <laughs> you can you can go 38 and one and still die you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah so shitty so wild uh i watched a video about this uh world war ii historian breaking down world war or maybe it's just a war historian breaking down war scenes and movies and he was talking okay. about dunkirk have you seen that one yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about Dunkirk, yeah. And he's talking about uh, some of the dogfighting scenes and that, and he's like, yeah, this, you know, you wouldn't have just two of these guys, but I'm assuming for the movie they could literally only get two of them because there's only so many left in the world. And mm -hmm. as Christopher Nolan, he doesn't like to do uh, CGI. He likes to do a lot of practical effects when he can. And <laughs> so he's like, well, we're just going to have to make the movie with fucking two of them, I guess. And... He's and then when the dude when Tom Hardy's shooting at people, he's like, "That's way that's way too much." Like he's out of ammo for sure by now. And I'm like, "God, dude, it, it was so hard. Like, why why didn't everybody just go? You know what, guys? This this war fighting thing. This is this is tough. We need to let's just let's play soccer about it or something. Because <laughs> you only get like football. Yeah, or yeah, football. Uh, you only get like 15 seconds worth of shooting." Out of like a you know, uh, in the heat of World War Two fighter, right? So you can only, because you can only hold so much ammo, you know. Yeah. And you only have so much fuel, and those things were heavy, and those engines were not strong, with the with the ratio. So, I don't know. Um, when I was on my tour, uh, we did we went to the uh the Red Wings, the uh the uh, Tuskegee. Air base. Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, we went and saw yeah, yeah. the 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 hangar. The like one of the well, there's one that's original still, and that's the one that they trained in and shit. And so we got to see it. I was like, oh shit, that's pretty ballin'. And they had a they had an old uh, wing like um, breakdown of like the layers yeah. and how it was built. And I was like, it's my shit. What's up? It was old school airframer dudes. What's up, dude? <laughs> I was all like geeking out, and everybody's like, "You're not supposed to be excited on this trip." Okay, whatever, dude. This is cool. Like, they had a a model, like a replica P fifty one. It wasn't a real one, but yeah, they had a replica uh, red tail P fifty one hanging in one of the buildings. Like, That's so fucking sweet. Yeah, no, that sounds badass. It's like, in my head, it's like imagining what we did, but like as like a harling mechanic you know like instead of instead of it being just so like plug and play you're like i'm gonna tear this whole thing apart find out this fucking thing it's, mm -hmm. it just seems a little more fun, but oh yeah i bet it was no pimas you know you gotta just fucking know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's why um but you could also you know stick some bubble gum in a hole like oh, there's a bullet hole here just give me some gum yeah you know what they used to do a lot of they would uh, what? they would use like um, beer cans. They would cut beer cans apart, mm. and then they would use they would like roll out the the aluminum or tin or whatever they were back then. Yeah, and they would they would use that to patch stuff, which is fun. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't really surprise me. I mean, what else are you gonna use? You got shit ton of beer cans laying around. Might as well fucking use them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Hey man, so we got a lot of hey man, a lot of comments from a lot of videos. Uh, but unfortunately, I just put up the most recent video like 
four days, three days ago. Uh, yeah. So we only have two comments on that one. Uh, but Kylie was ready to be sad and cry about it. So that's, that's what she said. I'm ready to be sad and cry. Let's go. Then she said, I haven't cried, but man, there's a lot of people that could really benefit from doing this, this trip that I went on. And that's yeah. true. Um, it's so crazy because, like, uh, what, like, this is going to be, like, kind of my last thoughts on it before I move to the stuff about, you know, news. Um, yeah. Like, there is such a big disconnect from, like, what people think people are upset about when it comes to, uh, you know, Confederate monuments and, like, the battle flag and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And what, like, like the implications of it as a whole and like going to some of the museums I went to and I mentioned this place in, in that episode specifically, but the legacy museum in Birmingham, uh, was rough. Like it, it like you, I learned a lot, but it was very visual it Had a lot of like intense imagery to kind of drive home the points. And like, there's, yeah. there's a really good, um, sculptor had, had some, really powerful sculptures on display there. And I took a picture of the one that was on um, the uh, Memorial for Peace and Justice, which is the memorial for all the lynchings post-Civil War. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, so, you know, that like that same artist had a play- thing there and, and then this other place. And, you know, you hear people with the some kind of arguments where they're like, no, oh, it was so long ago. We fucking get over it, blah blah blah. But really, like, it, I, the the issues that traveled from from slavery passed mm-hmm. through the Civil War into Reconstruction and then post Reconstruction and into the Civil Rights Movement. Like, there was people who were like being told that they had to like fill out these crazy tests just to vote. And that was in the 50s. And then people are like, no, there's no like systemic problem with our country to to keep anybody down. (laughs) What? Right. It was right fucking there. Like, are you telling me there's no bleed through from that? It's just just there. Like, like my grandpa's younger than when this or yeah, no, older than when this stuff's like stopped. Right. Yeah. Uh, So. I don't know. Yeah, I still like every day. I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, uh, like I don't know what to do with a lot of this information. But other than tell people about it, I guess. And that was like, at the end of the trip, they're like, "What are you gonna do?" Kind of moving forward. I was like, I guess I'll just use all this information to argue with more people on Facebook because that's <laughs> that's how I get my information out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, like literally everything I talked about was like that's that's all facts. Like there's no there's no like room to be like, oh well maybe no. It's all like these are things that actually happen. And so when there's people who are like super dismissive, Mm -hmm. I kind of lump them in with Holocaust deniers because how are you using your brain so ineffectively, you know? Right. Um, But yeah. So anyway, that's my That's your rant? That's my rant on that. Now, are you ready to get into some fun stuff? Yeah, dude. Because I know you've seen this chick's face everywhere. This... Dude, I... It's... 
it's utterly apparent that I don't watch the news enough. Yeah. Because I'll get on like Facebook or whatever, start scrolling and then see like a meme about something I have no clue about. I'm like, I don't, why is this funny? <laughs> yeah. Then I have to spend the next like 10 minutes like Googling news articles to try to figure out like what this meme is in reference to. Yeah. And I think the one thing that I, the one meme that I saw the most that I really like, I was like, that's funny, but also kind of fucked up was the one where it was like, it's a picture of all four of the cops that she slept, other cops that she slept with. Yeah. And it's like, this girl's getting lit up, but like, what about these dudes? Yeah. It's right. funny. It's super funny that, you know, that she was fucking these dudes or whatever. It's hilarious, but yeah. apparently it's all her fault. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's kind of what I, like my consensus has been from it. And if you notice, I didn't share any memes of this. I was real proud of myself because I wanted to, but I was like, no. Because there's so many sides to this story. All of those dudes are married too. So it's she's not the only one cheating on her, you know, significant other. And people are like, oh, yeah, but she cheated on her husband with four other guys. Like, yeah, but they entered into this this thing knowing there was other people involved too they knew that so and so was cheating on with like they knew that those guys were doing it and they obviously knew that they were doing it like to paint her as like the only guilty party is so absurd like obviously they're all shitheads like especially since they were doing it on like on the clock <laughs> but yeah like you said it's it's super fucked up that everybody's just been like yeah, it's all her fault, dude. Let's just drag her. And I can't imagine, like, she, I, I'm hoping her friends and family took her phone away or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just because, you know, the internet's ridiculous and ruthless. So. Yeah. I don't know. I also was, like, um, thinking about, like, the different instances where i've seen things like this because this isn't the first time anything like this has happened for sure mm -hmm. you know and um I, I don't know it like always slants hard on the on the women in the situation you know yeah and that's, yeah, it does. that's just not fair <laughs> like at all but um yeah there i so it was her and four right I can't remember. I, I mean, that's what I keep seeing. I keep seeing a picture of four different dudes. Yeah. So I don't know if there was a fifth or a sixth person or whatever, but. Yeah. Um. So I'm reading this article, and I guess she had been um, warned about it because uh, she had gotten some. Uh, she had other instances within the police department, right? Uh, yeah. She had also crashed her patrol car repeatedly uh, during. Her <laughs> during her two years in uh with this with this force specifically um uh and so like with the most recent exchange there's an internal probe which bad phrasing or great phrasing i guess on the on this uh website's right verbiage but um revealed that she was fucking on duty and then also at a hot tub party uh, she whipped her bikini off, which who doesn't do that at a hot tub party, really, realistically? Because mm -hmm. she's twenty six. Okay, mid twenties. You you show me mid twenties party with a bunch of people who have a stressful job and are just having a good time. You show me one tit that's not out at that party. You know what I'm saying? 
I've been yeah. at that party, not this party specifically, but I've seen it happen. Um, and she was also, uh, her and another officer pestered, uh, or no, she pestered another officer for a three-way with that guy's wife too. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but I would like to know, I would like to see a write-up of like all the other dudes that were involved. Like, what else did they do? We don't know. They don't fucking tell us. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I just so so the reason she was fired was not specifically for the incident that people are talking about, because she right. was already kind of like on the like on the record or not on the record. What do you what do you call it? Like she's they had a close eye on her, right? Yeah, she's on her on the radar. Yeah, on the radar. She's being watched. She's in the she she's like the yeah. you know, whenever you're still in, like whenever your shop fucks up. Like yeah. for like the next like month or so, you're sh that, like everyone in the command's like, well, like, all right, you yeah. guys are gonna fuck Close up again. Close eye on you, fucks. Yeah, that's basically uh -huh. what was happening. So, uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I hope <laughs> I hope she doesn't have her phone because, God, I can't imagine what would be going through her mind seeing all the fucking memes and shit. You get, and you know, it's yeah. not good for any of these people. But uh, and her husband is, from what I've seen, her husband is staying with her. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Which I mean. I get I like what else are you gonna do at that point you know you can you can fucking turn tail and leave but then you're kind of already in that and also I kind of wonder if he is staying with her just because he knows that she needs somebody you know what I mean she probably feels super alone right now which is you know but also I mean and, and you haven't, haven't seen anything about it but like is it possible that he was into shit like that could be you know could be into it we don't kick shame here he could be no yeah like i know that she said that i guess like i read an article where she said they were in an open relationship and then her husband was asked and they were like and he was like no we're not pull the will smith but yeah well <laughs> it, yeah i'm saying like that but like yeah what if he legit liked knowing what if like he his wife would come home and he'd be like all right babe what'd you do today and she'd be like oh this dude banged me and he was like oh it's hot yeah that could be there's but, people like that too and who's gonna admit that out loud? You know what I mean? Some no people way. are are ashamed. Of, some people are ashamed of what they're into. Yeah. So whenever he got asked, "Are you guys in an open relationship?" He was, "No, definitely not, dude. I would. Why would I, a man? Yeah. Like to like just like to know them all. Like I have. Yeah. 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 I can see that. You know? that and I, for sure. And then if that's the case, like uh, it seems less. What's the word? It, it seems less valiant if that's what's going on, right? Like he yeah. was already into it. He already knew about it. But he's to save face. He was like, "Fuck that, dude. She's yeah. she's cheating." Maybe he's got a humiliation fetish, and he's just fucking on one right now, <laughs> dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's got to be in cloud nine for sure. Like, <laughs> uh huh. Oh shit. Um. Uh, update on the Alec Baldwin situation. Okay. Uh, he's going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter. With the death of the, uh, what was she? She was uh, a cinematographer on the set of the movie Rust when yeah. he was using the prop gun. And I I don't think it's still been exactly discussed what, what specifically happened. If it was a live round or a blank round that blew up, you know, a la Brandon Lee style. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, so involuntary manslaughter, which I feel like, I feel like that's pretty, that's pretty right. 
you know i mean as a because he's like a producer of the movie too so like i i feel like that's pretty on like on those like that's where it should be um i kind of wonder what kind of uh what kind of charges the web the what do they call it the uh, on set weapon the ar- like the onset like armor yeah yeah, yeah. There we go. yeah i kind of wonder and she had some other issues of, i remember right uh on a different movie so i'm kind of wondering what kind of charges they'll bring for her but this is you know it's alec baldwin so that one's out quick like they're like oh shit this is important um but yeah so Oh, let's see. Uh, the armorer, armorer. God, I don't pronounce it. Arm and hammer. Yeah, the arm and hammer overseeing the weapons is also being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody's just getting charged with involuntary manslaughter. That's, I think that, like I said, I think that's pretty apt. I don't know. There's not really anything more to go off of, like, until until the court actually, like, goes in and the lawyers explain do their analysis and paint the scene of what happened. Kind of hard to know, you know? So I did see that they have like a 3d rendering of what they, but I haven't watched it. Like what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly, I forgot all about that. Right. Right. Pretty, uh, like there's been so much stuff. This stuff this fucking news thing never ends. Um, yeah. Dude, I got something. So, oh shit. Uh, have you ever heard of the show on YouTube called All Gas No Breaks? All Gas No Breaks. It sounds familiar. So it's this guy who traveled around in an RV, just like doing random ass interviews. Like he oh, interviewed the Proud Boys. Yeah. He interviewed like furries at a convention. Uh, Andrew. He went to like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember like his last Andrew name. Like Andrew Hoffman or some random. Um, but. So he did all those interviews and they're funny and they're and you know kind of weird to see on all honesty sometimes. Yeah. Well, just recently back oh, in Calligan. back here in last December. Yeah, Andrew Callaghan. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um he released a movie or a movie documentary called um called This Place Rules. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just watched that a couple days ago it and good? it is I've been meaning to watch. Yeah. Cuz what it is is it it's the event that led up to uh, the cap, the st- capital being stormed from his point of view. Right. Because like when everything was going on, you know, with like uh, with the with all the marches and like the people talking about how the, the election was rigged, and he was doing interviews nonstop, like just trying to yeah. like you know figure out yeah like what was going on. And some of the people he interviews, oh, like he brought wild. up Atlanta earlier. Yeah. You. He interviews this family from Atlanta. Um, and. The little kid, not the mom and dad. They're just like sitting there, like happy, happy parents while they while their while their seven or eight year old is talking about how Joe Biden is a lizard person and how he eats children, and how dude, it was ridiculous. Oh, um, man. it's definitely worth watching, and yeah. it's definitely kind of hard to watch at times because you're just like, there's no way you believe this. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, he's a very he's very Gonzo. Like he likes to get in on the ground of the people he's talking to. So, um, I, uh, I guess it would be kind of 
kind of hard to watch because if you're getting if you're getting that close to people they're going to be saying some shit that you're not really prepared for or like the mm-hmm. shit that you see and sometimes you are expecting there to be like some heavy level of sarcasm behind or you know like like the shit you hear on time suck on the idiots of the internet section where it's just yeah like bananas and you can't help but laugh because there's no way a person in their right mind thinks that. And then you go to somebody like Andrew where he interviews these people and he does it so well because you see them as like regular people and then they start saying shit sometimes and you're like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, how well people <clears throat> hide their, uh, their, their super, nor- or super not normal stuff behind their... Yeah, right, they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, what's it on? I, I uh, it's on HBO Max. Okay, sweet. I'll watch that. Yeah. I'll watch that tonight. Um, yeah, I uh, I remember watching a clip or uh, a couple clips of it, and uh, there's one scene where he's talking to uh, this guy in like a coffee shop, and he's like, "Yeah, there are, uh, all these people. They're just all pedophiles. All all pedophiles." And he's like, "Okay." Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. So like, that, Oprah, a... pedophile, <laughs> like Hillary Clinton, yes. pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy it was doesn't funny even because think it... for a second he's just like pedophile, no pedophile, like he's. The funniest part about that is it's like it's like Oprah, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, and then he goes and then he shows him a picture of Jonah Hill and he was like pedophile. Yeah. And I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> just he's just ready to call everybody a pedophile. I uh-huh, wish, everyone. I wish he would have like had a like a uh a Photoshop picture of like some Uber conservative person just to like a super like dark-haired Donald Trump just slid in there. So yeah. Enough to where it looks slightly different to see if he would have just yeah. kept going. Because when people get into that state where they're like, they're hunkered down into their, you know, their personal beliefs, they have all, yeah. like, their cognitive dissonance is not allowing any other thoughts inside. And they just dig their heels in. You can say fuck at anything and they'll, like... You know, they just go, no, that's fucking bullshit, dude. You yeah, know, to defend their do. point, yeah. yeah. It's like, what what are we doing, man? Um, yeah, I need to watch that. But and I'm glad you brought that scene up because that scene gets so much worse. Really? Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's all I saw was <laughs> after he got to Jonah Hill, and then I laughed and closed it. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, the crazy election fraud people, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, has uh, said that he's. He's claimed that he's lost around a hundred million dollars since he came out with the uh, election fraud um, stuff that he's been saying, propagating these yeah. these things, and he's also facing a one point three billion dollar defamation lawsuit. Oh my god! Yeah, um, I think it's in in lieu of the uh, Dominion voting systems too. Like so, okay. so the people that are like at the at the epicenter of the charges that he's been you know saying yeah these people fucked up and uh but yeah so and he's like i i didn't do anything wrong that's his he's literally still going yeah i i didn't do anything wrong like he's so entrenched in his belief this is what i'm talking about like no uh you guys are all crazy i'm 
Yeah. I'm centered in my beliefs, you know, and <laughs> it's just so wild. Um, I, I just don't understand. You know, what's really crazy to me right now is with the, uh, the Twitter, Twitter files that have been coming out, uh, that Elon's been releasing like internal emails that, uh, Twitter higher ups had, um, oh, with no. like, with different, different people. I mean, there's been a lot of democratic, uh, like not, not any specific candidate, but people who work for those candidates, you know, and like it's very, okay. um, house of cards ask, right there. There's people who work for other people who are like, I need you to do this and this other company who isn't the boss of this company. This person that works there is like, I think we can have that happen. And like, they're, you know, suppressing different stories. The, the Hunter Biden laptop is a big one, but what's crazy is like all the things that is coming out about that is not anything that people haven't already known about. And one of the, one of the really funny things is, uh, in the, uh, Twitter, uh, files that they're talking about they're saying you know this is this is proof that that the democratic party used twitter to uh sway the election when literally like two years ago three years ago they were still defending uh the fact that they're like oh no Russia couldn't have swayed the election via Twitter. Like that's not how election swaying works. They're 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 they got to be stuffing ballots. Like so now, now the thought has finally rounded the corner in their head, and now it's possible for people to use social media to influence different like different things. Which I don't know how that wasn't black and white to begin with. If you have enough people on social media saying a certain thing, you can convince people, at, at not not a huge number of people, but you can convince some people of it. You can see that with different, um, like different controversial people that have been coming out. Like I shared this thing about uh, Chris, which Chris Pratt the other day, and it got a bunch of people worked up in my comment section. Like I don't. Fucking, oh yeah, I saw that. I don't fucking hate Chris Pratt, but like I think that this like weird, like heroic martyrdom shit that he's been like acting like he's this huge victim, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. I think is hilarious and bullshit. But there are people who genuinely hate him. For what reason? Well, because they heard some information, and that information was shown by a big enough grouping of people on social media that they kind of all just rolled into it a lot of a lot of the yes. elon musk haters have also been like granted there's people who have definite issues with him and yeah that's fine i don't i don't think that's a big deal i think he's got some definite character flaws but there is a large group of people who will just hate people to hate people and that comes from social media so the conservative people to be acting as if that's not something that is possible until it happens because of like the other party because they're yeah. involved in something now all of a sudden it's possible but yeah you know they're not gonna take two steps back and go maybe we <laughs> maybe we did fuck up mm -hmm. <laughs>
Like, I don't know. It's well, so, no, you just you just so cha- you just change the narrative. You yeah. just change the narrative to fit your agenda. That's all you got to do. It reminds me it isn't, of. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's it's the like it's the same thing with the uh, with like the vaccines at first. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. Like at, at first. The right was all just get the fucking vaccine, get yeah. it, get, get it, whatever. and open everything back up. As soon as we get the vaccine, yeah. vaccine, we won't give a shit about anything. The left exactly. To do. And then the vaccine the comes second, out, and they're like, "You are not fucking taking that thing." I'll tell you that. Because the second, yeah, because the second it came out, the left was like, "You know what? Maybe, maybe the other side wasn't wrong. Maybe we should take the yeah, vaccine." The compromise and changed, it, and then they're like, "No, you can't. Be, no, we're not on the same that. side. We can't fucking trust that vaccine." <laughs> Even though that's their buddy, old Donnie Jake, he he handcrafted that vaccine in his backyard, dude. He was like, and he even after he even after he got it, they were like, oh it. no 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 no. Literally everybody on the Fox News roster got it, but they continue to push the narrative that it's, yeah, it's it's hilarious. But um, you know what it reminds me of is the inability to uh comprehend, um, super like super political bands and what side they're actually on. So like, yeah. uh, I don't know if you've been seeing this, the Pink Floyd one on Facebook where their 50th anniversary of Dark Side Oh of the my Moon. God. And like, I looked at like into the comment section on that post and there was a hundred percent for sure people that, I mean, there was a lot of trolling in there, but if you scroll to the end of time on that post, you can find people that are like, no, don't do this, man. <laughs> they put a rainbow inside the zero on 50 yeah. over the prism of the yeah. Dark Side of the Moon album, and people are like, these woke pieces of shit, which is fucking hilarious, because if you knew anything about Pink Floyd, A, you'd know that the fucking prism has a rainbow coming out of it, and B, they're pretty fucking progressive. <laughs> like, they, I don't understand how people come to these conclusions about bands like other than the fact that they haven't listened to any songs they're like we watched the wall seem pretty kosher to me like no dude this is this is about you actually like (laughs) they're making fun of you this whole time or Mm -hmm. yeah people who don't understand the irony using born in the usa for like political campaigns like it's, it's not a patriotic song it's it's like dude who's ashamed to be American because he doesn't want to fight in Vietnam. Yeah. Or uh what CCR, you know? Any of their music. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. So or the, all the people that were getting real pissed off about uh Rage Against the Machines, they're like, Why do they fucking hate conservatives so much? Like <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. Next next you're gonna tell me uh system of down. Is also progress like what the fuck, dude? Hilarious. Uh, why are people so dumb? Because like he'll take things at face value That's and never true. do any kind of like research or even t- attempt to look at any- anything. Yeah, we don't have. And then you get game. stuck in that echo. Yeah, Go echo ahead. chamber. Yeah, you get stuck in that echo chamber of like everybody else that you, all the shit you post attracts more shit that you post. All the shit you like attracts the same thing. You get caught yeah. on that same algorithm. And you're like, oh well, everything I'm seeing says that I'm right. Yeah. I do not delete friends off of Facebook with the exception of people who will not will not accept any other points of view. Like if you get into a conversation with somebody and they don't even give you the courtesy of like, okay, I can see where you're where you're saying that, but I don't think that way. If they can't even give you that, 
Like I'm out. Like the every time we're gonna have a conversation, it's gonna go straight back to the same, same starting point. And exactly. then also, if they're just blatantly being like super racist, I think is also red flag. And I've kind of lumped in those people with the ones that are like just talking shit up, like homophobic stuff too. You know, I just kind of lump all those guys in now. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't got time for it. I'm gonna play Pink Floyd loud and proud. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what we do in this house. Um. Yeah. Uh, we we got the fucking Billboard 200. I haven't heard of uh, we I didn't do it this last episode, so didn't do it. No, because I got too caught up in my shit, and then I was like, oh, it's time to go. Three hours in, I gotta. (laughs) It's time. It's time to get out of here. Thought I was Joe Rogan. All right. Well, this is story of a girl. As of yesterday, so the uh, see SOS by SZA. SZA. I think, I, think, I think I'm saying, is it SZA? I'm pretty sure it's SZA, yeah. All right. Is it, that's like the the less aggressive version of Scissors? Yeah, yeah. SZA? It's safety oh, okay. Scissors, yeah, SZA. SZA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so number one, SOS by SZA. Number two is Midnight by Taylor Swift. Shit. Number three is Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin. Oh, okay. Never, never heard of them. No. Uh, Drake and 21 Savage, Her Loss. God fucking uh, Drake, dude. Dude, I know. That's passive aggressive titles. I can't <laughs> I just don't get it. Is that sound uh, number about five is... Bobby Brown? Probably. <laughs> God, dude. Uh number five is Unvierno Senti by Bad Bunny. Number six, the Dangerous the Double Album, Morgan Wallen. Always back in. Number seven is American Heartbreak by Zach Bryan. Dang. Super dope. Uh number eight is It's Only Me by Little Baby. Yeah. Debuting at Debuting at number nine, I Rest My Case by Young Boy Never Broke Again. Oh, shit. He's resting his case. All right. He's done. And then number 10 is Harry's House by Harry Styles. Um, I'm glad to see your boys back in the top 10. Uh, not last week, but two weeks ago, the episode that I did before I went on my trip. Yeah. Uh, all the fucking Christmas songs knocked your boy out of the top 10. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is terrible, dude. I know, dude. Uh, but he's back in because all the Christmas music's fading, so that's good. We got we got that going. I I'm gonna put an asterisk on it. I don't think it should count. Like that's not fair. I don't think Christmas music should be allowed back in the top ten. You can give them their own top ten. You know? Yeah. Billboard should start a new just, <laughs> just a Christmas billboard. Yeah, and so it's never <laughs> it's never gonna change for most of the year, and then as soon as you get in like November. Then the top ten and the Christmas chart starts changing, and you get a battle it's just it out. Mariah, it's just Mariah Carey number one every Christmas. Ma- Mariah Carey and Michael Bublé just fighting it out to the death. Uh huh. It's. I mean, dude, they, they should have a boxing match. Dude, celebrity death match, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Do you remember that show? Yes, dude. God, that claymation that show, show was dope. Was so good. Ah uh, man, you. Uh, it's so aggressive, but I loved it so much. Um, it was great. Yeah, that show, and then that like that whole because that was on MTV, right? Yeah, I want to say that was like Beavis and Butthead Celebrity Deathmatch, like that that section, that block of episode or shows was yeah. Like it was sad that they were getting rid of music, but you had top notch programming. So, and now look at them; they're 
before it all went to shit whenever all 17 MTV channels have nothing but reality shows on yeah. them. Yeah, I saw, um, oh, because we, you know, sometimes me and my roommate watch TV, uh, just like regular TV, and mm-hmm. they, there's commercials, there's more Jersey Shore shit coming out. I'm like, fuck, why are these people still relevant? What? Like, I like watching Trainwreck so much as the next guy, but come on. There's got to be something different we can do. No, no, it's a, it, it's this new, it's just like the whole deal where like everything has to be brought back for nostalgia purposes. Yeah, and it's not even that wasn't even that long ago. Like, yeah, the and they kept like kept bringing like special, like special edition Jersey Shores back. So really, it never really stopped airing for a big chunk of time. They just keep forcing it down our throats, like. I don't even watch that show, but I'm seeing ads for it now, so I'm like, I'm victim. Well, we're the we're in the we're in the minority in that aspect. Like, if you think about it, like there's That's true. They wouldn't keep they wouldn't keep making reality TV That's shows if there weren't people that yeah if people yeah. didn't religiously watch them. Yeah, I know. That's that's the unfortunate part about it. Like, I can handle I can handle a TikTok's worth of Jersey Shore information for a year. Like, I can. You give me a minute 50 tops and you can just yeah. front load that with a bunch of bunch of their fighting and like in the commercial they're walking down the street and one of the guys is like oh, he's never seen Guido before I'm like the fucking amount of brain cells that are lost on this show has yeah. got to be ridiculous like i exponential why does new jersey still exist you know what i mean (laughs) i know that this one section of the whole state should not dictate what happens to the state but here's the thing they've had the chance to stop them and they've done nothing so now the whole state's gotta go that's yeah that's just how it is i'm sorry i'll make the rule it's funny that you that you brought it around to new jersey so there's another documentary on hbo max called clash class action park Okay. And it's about this water park in New Jersey in the 80s that was extremely unsafe. Let's go, dude. Dude, it's worth the watch, too. It is the shit that happened to people there, and people were just like, oh, okay. You got to go there and do it. Yeah, Yeah. you got to go to Action Park. You got to get hurt. It's part of of growing up. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. It's like that uh, (laughs) Wally's World from, from Vacation. Yeah. It's just part of growing up. You gotta go Wally. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Amazing. <sighs> yeah. Um, do you remember our friends? Dude, I remember most of them. So we got Dutch and Denver podcast. We got No New Friends podcast. We got Kicking It With The Kellys and The Remedy Room. Nice. Nailed Those it. are our friends. Um, uh, make sure you check them all out. All of our links are at linktree slash walkpod. That's L-I-N-K tr.ee slash w-o-k-p-o-d yep it's in the hey, description first try it's on the screen somewhere um yeah and yeah do that click the link go to the youtube uh if you're listening to this definitely go to the youtube and like it takes like two seconds you pull it up on youtube you hit the like button then you can close it even if you just listen to it like it takes zero seconds uh that's like two mm-hmm. that's still um, do that if you haven't subscribed. Maybe maybe hit us with a little subscription action. Uh, yeah, yeah, 
I mean, press the button, see how you like it. You know, <laughs> uh, do that. If you want to leave us a review, you have to have Apple Podcasts because that's it. Well, you can do stars on Spotify. Um, and also hit the Facebook page up and see all the, the memes the master media is cranking out. I, I almost said making and made it like the most ridiculous alliteration, but I, my tongue yeah. couldn't handle it. I was like, I gotta just avoid the one where, uh, she attacks me for being fat. Cause oh that's yeah. Well, oh, the fat Batman. That's pretty funny. I love it. Natalie's nope. sad react on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's it. I've had enough. Peace out, bitches. Tip your bartender.